What actor would you want to train with? Michael. Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, Michael okay. B. Jordan. Yeah. Okay. I'm actually so glad you didn't say The Rock first. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to WRTS. We run this station, the Athlete Run Podcast channel presented by Uninterrupted. I'm ex-NFL player turned TV producer Spencer Pacer, and I'm here with my guys, Dane Mork and producer TD. What's up, y'all? Hey, yo. What's happening? Loving the intro, man. <laughs> it's Happy Pina I'm Colada getting... Day. <laughs> I know. It is. It I'm... is. As as the podcast of, you know, national holidays and random <laughs> observations, Spencer Happy hates. Pina Colada Day, Chris. Happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There we, there we go. go. Love cool. it. Happy Community Glad today. If you're listening to this on the day the episode dropped, um, which, by the way, what is Film Study, Spencer? Film Study Podcast. What is it? Why is it Film Study? <laughs> film Study Podcast is essentially a podcast where we talk about Hollywood blockbusters, you know, stuff that's happened in the past, stuff that's coming out, movies that's coming out in the future, and just dissecting anything everywhere. Whatever it is, yeah, that's where we are. That's what we do. Just really diving to the intricacies of these movies, uh, previewing them. Uh, that's essentially what it is. Spencer and I see a shitload of films. We see a shitload of films together. Yeah, and you know what? I know a lot of you do that together too. And what you do is <laughs> yep. you talk highly and you talk low about them. And that's what we do. And we do it through at an interrupted and athletic lens. Yeah, athletic and, lens. And for athletic first-time lens. listeners, you guys are also producers on All American on CW and and. Both former football players in your own rights, right? And that's the thing you did as football players, film study, meticulous detail, breaking mm-hmm. down tape, Absolutely. breaking down film. So that's what the show looks to do. I'm helping out producing and substituting for Matt Perret, who's usually in this seat. Um, I'm usually the shout villain. Shout out to Matt. Yo, yes, Matt. shout out to Matt. You're going to hear from Matt later in the show. We'll get to what's coming up later in the show. Um, but as you guys usually call me the villain, I don't think that's fair. I think I'm more like a hero from a different dimension. You but call we, yourself the villain. You, you, get into you, you, like you thrive. You, like you thrive. That is true. I do like it. Oh, my yes, God. Yes, I do. Um, but yes, this is Film Study on WRTS. As Spencer mentioned, please subscribe, rate, and review the WRTS podcast yep. channel. This is where Film Study drops every Wednesday. Follow the show on social media at Film Study Pod. Which, by the way, we got a shout out, guys. We're getting more love on social. I love it. Uh, yeah, we had I a fun it. meme the other day with <laughs> Kawhi and his, you know him making changes to free agency. Ray, Ray, Iron Man, like I am Board Man. That it. was that was, was pretty was, clever. Was I saw one. that and I was like, all right, it's exciting. That was cool. He changed the landscape of basketball. And I, I never it. thought I'd see Kawhi's head in an, on Iron Man's head. <laughs> board body, Man, I am Board Man. man. Um, but yeah, shout out to RJC Lifestyle who loves the show and says we should keep it up. So please send in more shout thoughts, yeah, comments. Right we'll give you more shout outs. Thanks, yeah, man. Appreciate you out there. Yep, yep, yep. We got a big show today, guys. We got, we got some, a big show. Yeah, we got we got a nice guest coming on uh, yeah. coming on the show. I'm yeah. a big fan of Hawk, who we had a couple of weeks ago, right? Talk, shout out to Tom Hawk. Yep. Big fan of Zach Harper, Talk Hoops. But I think we got a biggest guest so far. Probably the biggest in terms of size, too. In, yeah, yeah. True. In terms big of size. Year. And also in terms of sports. We've had Tay Diggs on. Don't yes. sleep on Tay Diggs, right? No, never. Yeah. Never. Coach Billy Baker. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> State but, title. But coming up on today's show, we have Giants Rookie of the Year running back, Saquon Barkley. That's right. Yes. yes. Fellow Giant, we had, we we connected a little bit on that. We both played for the G Man yeah, at yep. one point, not together, but I'm of a I'm of a yesteryear. I would yeah. say <laughs> I'm like the old the old vet in the room now. Yeah, there you go. And uh, so yeah, we're we're gonna try out a new segment, or you guys are gonna try a new segment called Quick Screens with Saquon, which Matt Perret will be jumping in on that yep. one for. 
Um, and just to pull back the curtain, it was pre-taped, and hence why that's why Matt Perez is in here because he's not he's in New York right now. As we're taping here in Studio Six in L.A. Oh. Um, also coming up, we have a spoiler review or recap segment: Spider-Man: Far From Home. Get excited for that, guys! Get real excited. Oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah. But as always, as we always start off the show, we have mm-hmm. hot takes. All right, so let's get right to it. All right, guys, this is Hot Takes. This is a segment where we react to three trending topics in the film world with hot, fiery opinions, mushu fire opinions, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, movie industry talk. So let's dive right into it. First up, speaking of mushu, Mulan, live action trailer dropped a couple of days ago, yes. and movie Twitter is at blaze. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. Spencer, take one. Mulan will be bigger culturally than Black Panther. Whoa! I'm, I'm saying that good take. take. I'm saying that because Mulan originally, when it when it dropped in the '90s, China hated this movie. Yeah, because it just played into all the fucking tropes of of Chinese culture, and you know, Mushu Eddie Eddie Murphy just being this like wisecracking dragon. There's so much. There's so much wrong with the animated version of Mulan that Disney gave this new live action Mulan, a, I believe, a three hundred million dollar budget. You're not going to fuck up that culture. No. So what they did was the trailer just dropped earlier this week. And what they did was they went back to the roots of the story. So you're not going to see any like flailing dragons running around. You're not going to see the tropes. Like probably the, the king probably won't kneel to uh, to Mulan because like, again, culturally that just wouldn't happen. Yep. No. So I think Disney finally said, you know what? We're going to do it right this time. We're going to give you guys the film you deserve. And... I'm actually I'm hyped for it. If it wasn't a Disney movie, I would still see it. And it looks, it looks it looks like it. Yeah. It looks like Disney's if not Disney's best live action adaptation, but I even said this to Spencer uh, the other day. I said it didn't it didn't come across to me as like a Disney type film in yeah. a way. Yeah. You know, it kind of had it had a different feel and I couldn't be more excited for it. It's March 27th, 2020 it drops and uh yeah, Spencer, yeah. you're you're right on with that cuz I the uh the cartoon was re- replaying on uh I forget what it was. Uh, pretty recently, and I remember watching it, just being like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, <laughs> like they got away with it. They got, they got away with a lot. <laughs> yeah. well, a different time. It, it's funny because you know, reading through the comments after the Milan trailer dropped, a lot of people were talking about where's Mushu, and and it's bad that like Mushu's not here, and yeah. all these other things that you know were fun in the animated version, but obviously they're deterring away from it in the live action. And I I found a thread online that was just talking about how in terms of cultural appropriation right it a lot of people only fuck with cultural appropriation when it works for them yep so the same people that are out there like equal rights and you know black lives matter and like kim k stopped wearing cornrows you're still like wait where's mushu like we need our (laughs) mushu i'm like you can't have it both ways like you you have to you know so you don't see an eddie murphy cameo no no you're not just gonna show up like oh i took a wrong turn i am the powerful the pleasurable, the indestructible mushu. See, this is my this is my Western programming because halfway through the trailer, I'm like, are they saving mushu for the end or no, what's happening? That's exactly what through my head. And then I was like, oh, there's no dragon. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? This makes sense. Like, give them the film they deserve. And I mean, you're not going to fuck around with a three hundred million dollar budget. Definitely. And as the resident big music score guy, another big omission in this was the lack of, it doesn't seem like a musical, right? And mm-hmm. where it is, they're going to use the music from the animated version. Yes. I hesitate to call that the original, right? Because this is based on source material yes. prior, 
predating that. Right. Um, but the way they're going to implement music in this from the from the animated is through instrumentals, probably through scores, right? And yeah. you know, I'll make a man out of you is literally one of the most epic Disney tracks, and I would yeah. love to hear what a score version of that sounds like. And even speaking of scores, the night Mulan in the animated version decides to take up a dad's mantle and armor, mm-hmm. I have that post on my IG <laughs> because oh. there's a there's a there's a music cue in that that mm-hmm. is just so inspiring. And me at like what age eleven or twelve got hyped every damn time I heard that. So as a grown man, I have that on my IG. I was like, this is one this is a movie moment that inspires me. You were getting hyped on scores at a pretty young age. Oh man, it's it's what it's what you know connects me the most of the movies that yeah. I really, really love. Right? Yeah. It's just the sound of it all. So, um, I yeah, can yeah. see a young villainous TD like, this is beautiful. <laughs> this is, yeah. This score yeah. right here. Oh, we're going to get to The Lion King in a, in a soon or pre, in a, in an episode <laughs> soon to come and we're going to dive into my love for scores and, and whatnot then. Right, right. Netflix takes Red Notice, which is a new movie starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Gal Gadot, and Ryan Reynolds. A big move for Netflix and their movie business. Huge. Dane, take two. Original content. <laughs> no way. Yeah. It's awesome. I'm I'm pumped for this because Ross Marshall Thurber has done actually some really good work. Um, I love CIA, like I said on the pod last week. Um, he did that. And he even wrote Dodgeball, which is kind of funny. But um, yeah, it comes out June 12th, 2020. Netflix is making crazy moves to just yeah. keep their head above water. Not like they're struggling, I guess, but you know what I'm saying. And I, I feel like this is this is one of those. The Rock, um, you know, uh, pitched the script with Marshall Thurber and, you know, really pushed it forward. And uh, it looks like they're going to get it going pretty quick. Yeah, the, the film is an international action thriller centered around the pursuit of the most wanted art thief in the world. Yeah. So they're saying it takes place over multiple countries. And this, to me, this fits true to to Netflix brand. They want to start including other countries. I know they, they have a few projects coming out based in Africa, based in Italy, based in Spain, I believe. Um, but this is turning Netflix into a global brand, yeah. not just somebody that's just popping in and out whenever, you know, they can make a quick dollar. So to me, this is one of those plays that keeps fans with Netflix instead of striking their deal and going over to Disney. Yeah. Because that's what it is right now. It's, it's We're literally in an arms race between, the, you know, the Disney's uh, streaming service, Netflix's streaming service, obviously, the Hulus are trying to catch up. But it's getting these A-list actors that have the greatest rapport in Hollywood right now all on one screen and having them go at it. And numerous franchises behind them each. Do you so think, you're getting so many fan bases, yeah. Do you think Gail's gonna, Gail got it's gonna be the art thief? Because it's, that's kind of plays into like Wonder Woman, her role in, in yep. Wonder Woman. I think she's. Uh, it's probably not The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you imagine yeah. like The Rock sneaking into I'm leaving a with museum? all these paintings. <laughs> like, oh, he's, he's casing the places like. He's the thief right there, the like, 6'5", 260-pound guy. Yeah, you can't that's see his him. face. No, he's, that's the rock. <laughs> that's him. <laughs> it's, it's like a Thomas Crown affair on steroids. Yeah. Almost is yeah. what it feels like. And then I'm really looking forward to the the rock and Ryan Reynolds' social media yes. promotion for this. Like, yes. that's amazing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, those two especially, and even throwing Gal Gadot as well, like, that's as big as you can get in terms of actors, actresses, and social media followings and just the amount of just the amount of love and engagement they all get. So I'm excited for that for sure. Um, and also, this quick shout out, The Rock is like a movie studio to himself. He's his own. He's, his, he's It's like Rockland. Yeah. It's insane. It's yeah. insane. But I, 
I don't even question that. Has he seen that level of success to actually warrant that? Because his, you know, his movies sometimes are hit or miss. It's not. It's it's not about that. It's about you know how much money you're going to make on yeah. a rock film when The Rock signs onto it. He's, a, he's probably the you think most, global I think too. he's actually well, the most bankable actor in Hollywood right now because he's, he's guaranteed at least 50 million per film. Yeah. We, we spoke about this when he, when Black Adam's director was picked up, yeah. you know, the way he just phrased his Instagram my post director. was my director for my <laughs> yeah, film. Yeah. That like film was in for six years, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or maybe the Kawhi now, apparently, because Kawhi's out here. I, I, I mean, I mean, I get strings. it. Like, I mean, I, he does he does have a pretty powerful card, but yeah. like, and Black Adam, you know, I know was his baby, but like, I feel That's like insane. people are just afraid to say no. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would actually love to see, I think The Rock is probably going to be, you know, the head detective and, yeah. and Gal Gadot's going to be, you know, his, his, not sidekick, but his equal. I would actually love to see Ryan Reynolds as the villain, as the art thief. I would too. You know, kind of sinister, but still in his joking ways. Like, I'm yep. going to watch this film. The Little Mermaid, casting news, guys. And <laughs> Halle Bailey got cast in lead role. And if you didn't know, if you live under a rock, she's black. Okay. <laughs> And she has dreads. And Wait, she's so, black? Yes. So people were mad. <laughs> oh, shit. So, I didn't know that. So Spencer, Little Mermaid casting, take three. Critics, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just shut the fuck up. Like, this is Disney of all companies. <laughs> the Probably the most calculated company of the past however many decades since their inception. You don't think they weighed the fucking cost analysis of hiring, of having a black Ariel in this film? There's no way... A five thousand signature petition is going to say, "Hey, hey, Disney, take this shit down." And Disney's going to go, "Oh well, you know what? Let me let's not have this black woman be Ariel. Let's give you guys what you want." Disney doesn't do that. Disney makes the product that they make, and it's up for speculation, or whatever. But you know, at the end of the day, you're either going to watch it because you love it, or you're going to hate watch it. Either way, you're paying the fifteen dollars to see the movie. And you don't know what happened with casting. And if she's the best one, she's the best one for it. Plus, in the movie, her friend's a fucking fish. It's not a big, like, you know, so people just need to get over it. But, you know, I've heard the girls, I've heard her sing. I've I've seen her act. And I'm I'm just stoked they're making a Little Mermaid live action movie. Like, there are people out there like, Ariel isn't black. Well, she's probably not white either. She lives like two miles below the fucking if this earth. Was real, like she hasn't seen if this the was sun real life, in 20 years. Like seeing a mermaid would freak me out. <laughs> like so, no, just chill, people. Like, chill the fuck out. Just a one quick note for for, for Haley, right? Haley, Haley, Haley yeah. Bailey. Um, she might want to do the Michael B. Jordan route of just throwing in like a little initial in her name because people really thought it was Halle Berry for yeah, and yeah. Loki wouldn't have been mad. Wouldn't <laughs> no. have been mad. Do you no. remember Halle Berry walking out the ocean in in, in James, James Bond. Bond movie? Magnificent view. It is, isn't it? That's a yeah, win. No, <laughs> that, that is. We consider that a win. Yes. Um, but yeah. So we'll see what happens there. But that does it for our hot take segment. And guys, right now, let's. It's time. It's time to get to our biggest get yet athlete guest yet. Yes, sir. On Film Study Pod, and Matt Parade's gonna be stepping back in as noted, and so is Saquon Barkley. So you guys, please take it away with a new segment with Saquon called Quick Screens. Man, first and foremost, I want to say welcome to Film Study Podcast, Saquon Barkley. I said your whole name. I, yeah. People like say your whole name or is um, it just like Saquon? Now, now people say like when you get a little bit more uh, known <laughs> and you have a little more success in the film, 
people come up, are you Saquon Barkley? And yeah. You can say I'm Saquon. There <laughs> are some names that we talk about that just sound better if you say the first and full name. Yeah. Like, like Christopher Nolan. But it comes with like, respect, Hello, Christopher though. Nolan. Like, it comes no. with respect. Yeah, it comes with respect. Like if somebody's saying your full name, they exactly. fucking respect you. Yeah. yeah. That's I'm like on social for you. Just Saquon. Saquon. Yeah. Just Saquon. But let me, let me tell you guys something. Something that I've noticed. My name is one of the worst names to have. Like when you have like a lot of kid fans and they're all trying to get your attention and yeah. they're all screaming your name at once. Yeah. And just say, say, say. Yeah. It's one, like, it's just, a, uh, it's just like a, yeah. an irk feeling in your ear. It's but. that cue. It's the hard cue. Yeah, yeah. That's what it yeah. is. Right? Well, he's, he's always saying like, if you have a cue or an X in your name, you gotta like, you gotta pump that up. So mm-hmm. I, we were at, we were gonna ask you like, did you have any nicknames growing up? Or I actually was gonna ask you cause I'm notorious for fucking up names. Yeah. Like, was it like Saquon or was it Saquon? A lot of people say Saquon, Saquon, but it's Saquon. 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 Nickname growing up uh, was Say Say. Okay. Uh, oh, that's I, cool. Yeah. yeah. My, that's like a, all everyone back home my, uh, in Copley, Pennsylvania, and Whitehall uh, know me as Say Say. But like, you know, it got to a point where I was just like, I mean, I'm about to be a grown man. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a grown man now. Like, you're going to call me when I'm 30 years old, you're going to call me Say Say. It don't really match up. But Say Say was my nickname. Quan, some people call me that. And Say. Now my mom, like, since they don't call me Say Say no more, they just call me Say. You had that moment of like, listen, yeah, yeah. like, I'm not a child no more. I'm not a child no more, <laughs> yeah. Here on Film Study, we're doing a new segment called Quick Screen. As you, you know, you're familiar with the quick screen of catching the ball, breaking 100 tackles and scoring. Mm-hmm. But here, quick screen is, we're just going to like throw a couple questions at you. Like, I have five or six, he has five or six. It's just yeah. those quick questions to see what movies you like, what, what movies you hate, potentially. And just an all around, all around discussion of you know the stuff that Saquon is watching. Let's do it. Let's yeah. dive right into it. So first and foremost, like, what are you watching right yeah, now? Yeah, right now. Watching. What am I watching right now? Um, great question. Actually, I'm not like <laughs> I'm in like I'm in my stage like right now. I'm in my locked in stage where I'm just like training, training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so for me, like I said, I've said I told you before, we're all American. Yeah, like, all Americans a, a a dope show. Um, I think you guys did an unbelievable job in that. Uh, but like a big show that I, don't, I haven't been watching, but like I was like locked onto in college and like kind of embarrassed to say it, but Vampire Diaries. How can I deny what's right in front of me? Someone who never grows old, never gets hurt. Girls bitten, bodies drained of blood. No, that's okay. I mean, a big, big vampire. Yeah. Yeah. To the point like the last episode, maybe, might have. Might have maybe shed a tear, <laughs> made have, might have, but uh, right hey. now I'm not really big into to anything crazy. I'm not like, ain't nothing's like, oh, this is what I watch. Like, yeah. this is what I'm binge watching, right? Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. The last show I binge watched was uh, All American, yeah. Listen, I'll take this that is answer. A, this is a safe space. <laughs> this is a safe space. We shed tears in movies and TV shows. Oh, I'm here. big on that, man. That's hey, yeah. that's that's just what if it is. If it's a good movie or a good show. I'm I'm quick I'm quick to we, we were just saying that, we were yeah. just saying I I got teary eyed in Toy Story four and he didn't but it, it, it happens it man the mark it happens how it is that I ain't get to watch it how is it it's good it's, it's good. good it was good. you know the fourth, it's a, it's a good the fourth one <laughs> it's a good it's a good tie up potentially if they don't make another one this is a good send off okay yeah, I, don't know, yeah. I don't know if I just ruined it for you but mm-hmm. if you see it you'll understand what I'm saying but also there's like a crazy connection in this room where Spencer played for the Giants won a Super Bowl. You're playing for the Giants. You're going into your second year. Matt played for the San Francisco Giants baseball. Baseball. Oh, wow. Yeah, the baby Giants. To go with the movie theme, what is your? we, we have a few, few movies listed. What is your favorite one? The Little Giants, The Iron Giant, or James and the Giant Peach? And if you've seen none of them or one of them, 
Just what? say that one. Might <laughs> <laughs> well go with that. I've seen seen two. The Iron okay. Giant and the Little Giant. Which yeah. one you go with? Um, I love the Little Giants. Yeah. So I'm gonna yeah. go the Little Giants, but the Iron Giants is a sad movie. Luke, you stay. I go. It's a sad. Talk about teary eyed. That's another movie that's that got me teary eyed. Yeah. That's that I was one. just sitting there. My daughter was in. The, I was with my girl. I was, my daughter was in the uh, the room, knocked out, and we were just sitting there. We looked at each other at one point. We both had like tears. I'm <laughs> like, are we really crying right now over the Iron Giant? But uh, if I had a pick, though, mm, the Little Giants. Yeah, little okay. Giants. I'm gonna go it's Giants. such a Giants. good rewatch. Where in the hell do you get off trying to put together another team? Guys like you and kids like that. I mean, they can't help it. They're no good. And it's funny you talk about the Iron Giant. That might be Vin Diesel's best film. <laughs> <laughs> That's Vin Diesel. That's Vin Diesel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's Groot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's Groot. Vo- I know he's Groot. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Voice that's work extraordinaire. Yeah, that like he he's getting he's checks. Killing it. Voice he shows work. up to those Marvel premieres. He says two words. He's like, I'm making collecting checks. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's crazy. So, so we did some digging. We we found out as if it was like a mystery that mm. <laughs> you were born in the Bronx. Yeah, and now you know you, you come back to play for New York. So, just tying into that, what are some what well what are some of the best movies you've seen that are based in New York mm, yeah that's a good you one you gotta think there's wow. tons there's the we gangster films yeah, 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 the superhero me. films yeah, you got like American all Gangster that you got Spider-Man Avengers Spider-Man yeah Spider-Man gotta be the you know I'm a big Spider-Man fan yeah, yeah. yeah. growing up I, I'm big on the I'm big on the new ones too but you know just the regular the original Spider-Man the Tobey Maguire ones Tobey Maguire ones man just has a place in my heart not everyone is meant to make a difference, but for me, the choice to live an ordinary life is no longer an option. So I'm, I'm gonna go Spider-Man, but I'm, I think I'm, I kind of have to say this because say this my dad, uh, remember the movies Warriors? Oh yeah, oh yeah, Warriors. yeah. That's a, that's a the movie that I know that my dad's big on. So for my pops, I'm gonna say Warriors. Too. My dad, that's all my uncles love the Warriors. That was yeah. a movie that kind of painted New York for mm-hmm. me. So I thought, I legit thought, like if I ever went and moved to New York that I'd have to join a clique and like fuck people <laughs> up just to live. That was the opening of Regulators, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. all right. All right, that's cool, man. And you know, you just brought up your dad too. And we, you know, we know that he was an amateur athlete, right? He was a boxer? Yeah, boxer. So tons of boxing movies. Tons, we could go all day tons. with those. Um, the Rockies, whatever it may be. Do you have a top? Right now, I'm gonna go with my boy, Michael B. Jordan. I'm gonna go with Creed. Yes. I'm big fan of Creed. Just one, Creed one? Uh, I don't know which one I like better. Uh, you know, maybe Creed one. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm gonna go Creed two because I like how it played in with uh, the old Rocky and the guy. What's the guy who killed him? Um, Drago. Yeah, yeah Drago. Drago. Yeah, um, how yeah. he gets to go back and fight his son. I want you to train me. All right, I need somebody solid, and who else better to go to? All right, you at least owe me that. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Michael B. Jordan. I'm, I love obviously everyone loves the Rocky movies, but uh, I'm a big Michael B. Jordan fan. Um, and so I'm gonna in, say in that movie yeah. particularly, we talk about that movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Just what he dealt with, like yeah. you know, after losing and all that stuff. Yeah. We love we we love that. Yeah, so. that's that's one of the movies, especially when it comes to athletes, where it depicts that stage that uh, you know you thought you were the best in the world, and mm-hmm. you get knocked down a peg or two, and you're trying to find yourself, you're trying to understand who you are as an athlete, as a man, as a father specifically. Yeah. So like that's a movie that I you know. I always give Creed two the edge over Creed one yeah. just because of how they portray that. You can sympathize yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. getting so like, humbled on a global stage—it's kind of wild. And obviously, you're on the West Coast. It's sunny. Like it seems like there's finally some sun out here. It's been like overcast yeah. for the past couple of days, but 
you know, we we heard through the grapevine that your dad, your parents almost named you Tupac. Yeah, my parents, my dad tried to name me Tupac Machiavelli. Um, no way. Yeah, he was a, he was a big Tupac fan. Dope. Big Tupac <laughs> yeah, fan. yeah, yeah. Um, and I was born a year, a uh, year later, not even a year later, like probably like eight nine months after Tupac Shakur passed away. Um, so my dad was still on that that big stage, but. Um, my mom wasn't having that at all. Um, <laughs> she was not having that at all. Uh, she... The name Saquon kind of came from my my older sister named Shaquana, mm-hmm. and she's born on the eighth, and I'm born on the ninth, okay. but three years apart. Oh, wow. So that kind of came play with each other. Same month too. Uh, yeah, same month. Oh, February. Wow. She's February eighth. Wow. I'm February ninth. So. She three years older. Three years older. I have yeah, three years older. So like, sister too. Yeah. Obviously, we're not like twins, but like the day apart. My mom's out. Like uh, Saquon would be a nice name for. For a young man, it's yeah, funny. Yeah. It's funny when because dads always have like five or six names that they mm. want to say, but yeah. like mom always gets the last, the last say. Like, yeah. I have a son on the way; he's due in a, in a couple weeks. Well, but congratulations! Thank you. He, mm-hmm. Like, I have my list. Mm. My wife had one, and that's I and guess that's, that's just is. the name we're going exactly. with. Right? Yeah, yeah. there's well, a, a good reason name. for that. There's yeah. a reason. Yeah. There's yeah. a reason yeah. why they get last set. I'm like, no, he'll be great. And he's like, we were talking about a cue earlier. He put an X on his kid's name, and I was like, that's. Baller. In the middle name, it's kind of like hidden in the middle name yeah. somewhere. Just, what, what, what was it? What is it? His middle name is going to be Crew, Crew, but since we're both, we both have roots in, from New Orleans, so yeah. it's going to be C R E A U X, kind of like, like the Go Tigers. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a nod to our heritage back then. So, for you, what's your what's your favorite Tupac movie? Juice. Juice. Yeah, oh, that was man. quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, was, that was. It was quick. like That's, no debate. Yeah. I'm I'm above the rim. Yeah, I got the part. <laughs> <laughs> Not like how he had it though. It was a little crazy. Man. A couple weeks ago, we did a draft of uh, fictional uh, movie characters because the NBA draft just happened, and you know, John over here was telling me that I was dog shit for the people I picked, but like three of the people were from above the rim. So I've mm-hmm. stayed in '94, yeah. and like, yeah, Tupac's probably shooting people, but. I'm totally fine with that. Uh, my, <laughs> my Tupac is above the rim Tupac. 94 was a good year for basketball movies Great too. Year. So you Great had to year. latch onto that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then, you know, let's just get to football. I yeah, mean, yeah. you know, you guys are football players. You know, believe it or not, I play football. Matt, you, do you ever play football? No, no, like middle school. <laughs> All right, right on. But look, there's so many football movies, yes. you know, it's hard to answer like, what's your favorite? But do you have a football movie that you go to time and time again where you're like, if it's on TBS or something, you're like, eh, I'm playing this. Or like, if it's on, you know, what's your favorite? I don't want to say it because I feel like it's a cliche answer, but like, I just, I love the movie and I feel like everyone loves it. Um, remember the Titans. You smiling. Why are you smiling? Football's fun. You think football is fun? Yes, no. No? Certainly. Uh, I feel like everyone's like, you know, I like to you know, step celebrated. outside the box. Like, yeah. But like, I just, I can't. I mean, Friday Night Lights is a, is a, is a great movie. Is, is it Friday Night Lights or um, Remember the Titans? But just like the the storyline behind Remember the Titans and just the meaning behind and when it was when it was happening and uh, the the scene where yeah. uh, that's my brother don't you see the, yeah. like, that's that stuff resonates with me and um, you know caught my attention more than uh, really any other football movie. So is is Jesse yeah. Armstead? Shout out to Jesse Armstead. Yeah, yeah. Is he still around the facility? Yeah. Jesse Armstead actually played for Carter High School in Friday Night Lights. Really? Oh, Dallas? So I don't know the Dallas Carter. Dallas that. Carter. So that's the team that Friday Night Lights, the... Um, the championship the game. What's the uh, team? That, Permian. Odessa. Permian. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, team yeah. he played. He, Jesse's playing on that team. So as a rookie, when I got there, this was a couple of years probably after um, the movie came out, but it was still a thing. He gets up in front of the class, or he gets up in front of the group and goes, like, oh, y'all seen Friday Night Lights? I was busting Booby's ass. <laughs> like that's who he. That's just he's such a vibrant character, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and you know him. You yeah, know, Jesse's the best. Yeah. He's somebody that took me under his wing. But I always thought it was so dope that I saw a movie somewhat about 
his life and how they kind of like took that championship away from yeah. him. And he was on the winning side of it. He's like, everybody want to tell the losing story, but like, we were the fucking winners over exactly, there. Like, right, yeah. But like, have a conversation with him because yeah, that's- I, know, I never knew that. Shit, that was his era. That was his two Those two films are just good films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody loves Remember the Titans. Like, yeah. And it's not cliche. We were talking last, we're from LA. Mm-hmm. And like, if you're from LA, you're a Laker fan. And like, we were talking about how people, when they were young, they're like, I don't like the Lakers because they're too good. And we're like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> Just to be like, if it's a good right? movie. It's yeah. a good movie. I'm like, saying, man. Like, and it, it's, it's dope because for me, when it comes to like 90s action slash football, like 90s football movies were fucking hilarious to me. There's some even in the 80s, like copycats and even I think unnecessary. You're talking about the Waterboy, right? Like Waterboy. <laughs> like, they're, they're just some dope ass movies based in the 90s. But remember the Titans is one of those ones that came yeah, out, what, yeah. pseudo like, what? 10, it was 12, it was 15, like 2000, maybe 2001. Like, it was right on the brim. Instant man. classic as soon as it came out. Y2K think, was scaring everybody. I think, I think we're due for one now. Yeah. Like, think about when's the last, like, the most recent uh, really good football movie. We don't, we don't, really, we don't really want to, like, toot our horn, but, like, yeah. we actually, like, just wrote a football movie. So, oh, like, really? Mm. And it's, it's, it's centered around an old giant teammate of mine. Mm. We can talk about that off wax. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. I'll, we'll give, I'll give you the sneak peek. Right, right so <laughs> but, okay. but. Out right now, I don't know, maybe draft day. (laughs) 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 Or like, I don't know, the longest yard with Adam Sandler. Like that was that was was that good or no, it was dog shit, (laughs) but like it was entertaining. I wouldn't call it I think it was I liked it. I liked it. It was entertaining. It was entertaining. It was entertaining. That's one of those movies that you watch on like Sunday afternoon when you have nothing else to do. It's one of the better it's one of the better Adam Sandler films. One of the better One of the better ones. Better than grown ups. Like we said, we're you know, this is a safe space and you already mentioned like one and a half times that you shed a tear. Mm. But in terms of movies, specifically movies, has there been a movie that, was the, was the last time you shed a tear watching a movie? Iron Giants was one of the last movies I shed a tear watching. Oh, really? Recently. That was recent? Oh, yeah, recent. that was real okay. recent. Oh, wow. Okay. That was real recent. Um, last movie. Did you see Endgame? Yeah. To me, Endgame was a dad flick. You have a daughter, right? Yeah. I have a two-year-old daughter. Okay, I'm watching that right. movie. When he said 3,000. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. That, yeah. I did I did shut it. That's a great movie. Yeah. yeah that's I a cried. really good movie. I cried. It's like it's, it's three hours of I just. Did. I cried. I got from my dad. Like the crying thing I got from my dad. Like I was like eight, nine years old. And my dad's a big, like worse than me. Like yeah. it don't matter what it, what it is. Yeah. Like you look over and he's like, this is coming <laughs> down already. So like, I kind of, I guess like hey, you got to be comfortable with that's it. That's a you good know? thing. Yeah. If it's a movie, if it's a great movie. And it's a it's a good scene and it, it hits you and it resonates with you. Let it go. I talk, yeah. Well, my parents think I'm weird because we you know we work in this business and we talk about these films and we talk about them like passionately. Like we give a shit about what we're doing and like how we're doing it. And like they'll just see like goosebumps on my arm go up and they'll be like, <laughs> I've seen them. They'll, yeah. they'll be like, damn, you like give a shit. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. He's got like that like that Spider Man like Spidey sense shit happening. Yeah. Where, like literally, them shits will pop up on his arm. <laughs> yeah, but that also you know they give me shit, but. They're like, hey, you're too sentimental. And I'm like, I think that's a good thing. Yeah. I'm cool with it. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, you can, it's a good thing. But uh, yeah. And okay. Obviously, you know, you're, you're famous for your prowess in the gym. Like you, you've been after it and you've, I mean, you have a lot of videos. That's yeah. just quads right now. Yeah. 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 Quads yeah. Lesson yeah. Yeah. Lesson yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what actor would you want to train with if you could? Michael. Michael, Michael B. Jordan. B. Jordan. Oh, yeah. Okay. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Okay. I actually talked to him about it. Um, saying definitely when I'm in LA. He's in LA. Definitely should link up. Um, I think it's I think it's pretty cool. Um, and I got to speak to his trainer. Yeah, uh, he he has like a a, a bar around yeah. New York. Yeah, um, where that he always go to. Where I, I think he actually kind of has ownership in it called Last Lap, and um, that's why I, I kind of met him at. And I think it's cool, you know, how he's able to transform his body. I think it's cool how 
you know, obviously they can do different yeah. techniques and stuff, yeah. but I think it's cool how he was able to transform his body to to get him into physical shape to be able to play that scene and play that role. And um, you know, I, I'm I'm big into like the mindset, mm-hmm. the mindset of athletes, the mindset of businessmen, the mindset of a- actors or anything. Because at the end of the day, even though we're all training for a different purpose, we all have to have that same mindset. All yes. the greats yeah. still have yes. the same mindset, and you have to have that mindset, that dedication uh, to transform your body to be able to play in the scene. Um, and obviously, it's not for uh, he's actually becoming a world champ boxer as for yeah. from the playing that scene, but the way he's able to do that and the way he's able to t- attack that and uh, the methods he's able to uh, use, uh, I, f- I, I enjoy and love hearing and love seeing stuff like that. So Michael B. Jordan would be the one. I yep. remember I remember he said, and this is right on the hills of Creed The Rock, too. sorry, The Rock the too. Rock. Yeah, the yeah, rock, yeah, yeah. I'm actually so <laughs> glad rock. you didn't say The Rock the first. Rock. I was yeah. like, don't say The Rock, don't say <laughs> The Rock. But, but The it, Rock, yeah, The Rock yeah. too. It's funny, uh, you know, on the heels of Creed 2, Michael B. Jordan came out and said that he would love to go a couple of rounds. So I think it was either Bernard Hopkins or Roy Jones. I'm not sure which boxer it oh, was. Wow. Mm-mm. But I was like, Mm-mm. I don't think you should do that. Like, Mm-mm. you train to be a boxer, but you're not a Mm-mm. boxer. Yeah. So, it's like, different. Stay, stay away from that. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> there, there, were a couple, there were a couple of football players on All American who were like, I'm thinking about doing like a college two a days just to like see how that goes. And we're like, we're like don't. You don't. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> just stay as far. But like, even with, even with The Rock, that's somebody that you can see on this Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, this dude's a fucking animal. Like he's waking up at three o'clock in the morning, having like three days, even at whatever age he's yeah. at. But athlete's like, mentality in this business. That's that athlete's man. mentality. And, and Fun lo- fact, uh, Rock went to one of my uh, rival high schools. Oh, for oh, real? Yeah. yeah. So we're like, he's from Pennsylvania, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And I'm from oh. Whitehall. Oh, shit. Uh, and we're literally 15 minutes, it's where he's from and where I'm from is literally 15 minutes apart. But oh, even, wow. it, it's it's funny that, you know, obviously the mindset goes into training and transforming your body for these roles, but like they're getting a pretty nice check to do it too. Yeah. Like that's one thing about this industry is is dope because if you're an actor and you want to get in shape, just like land a movie as a superhero, as an agent, as something, mm-hmm. and you will get paid to be in shape. Yeah. I love it. Two point million dollars for this film. Can you just get in <laughs> shape over like the next six months? Yeah, like, yeah, sweet. yeah. I, I think I can. Awesome. But it's not it's not easy though. <laughs> no. That's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That, that's why I'm no. saying like I admire it, because like, you know, if you gave us all if you gave everyone in this room or everyone is building $2 million and to get into the shape that they need you to be in, I don't think everyone's going to be able to do it. Mm. No, everything's the money's so going to be there, but that's why they're getting the money. That's why they're getting them. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not like, cause you tell me right now, like to change my body, I'm, maybe I'm not a really good example cause I'm an <laughs> athlete, but like if I told you that I need you at 230 pounds within six, you got eight weeks to get it done it's and you got to maintain that. It's not easy to, mm-hmm. we were talking about, uh, we were talking about Christian Bale. He would get, he would, uh, he did that role. He lost like a hundred pounds Vice. and then he would do Vice. Batman and yeah. then he does Vice and yes. you're like, this can't be good for you. But at mm-hmm. the same time, he has committed to that profession in such a way that, you know, it's yeah. hard to top and that's yeah. why he's winning Academy Awards and that's why he's the best. Exactly. Yeah. We got, you we know? got just a couple more questions for you. I know we, we don't want to keep you uh, running too long, but you recently posted a poll on your Twitter of you got served or stomped the yard. Yeah. I know you asked, you asked the question, but like, what is that for you? What's your answer to that? I don't know. That's why I was like, <laughs> I, that's why I was. I, I really wanted to know. Yeah. I, I forgot. I forgot what came out. I forgot what came out on top. Um, but Stomp the Yard, it's a great movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Who said those was What the hell are they doing? The Stomp in the Yard. Where are you from? I remember that when I was like growing up, it's everyone underrated. was a Chris Brown friend. Chris Brown fan. Mm-hmm. Everyone was upset that he died in like the first yeah. 15, 20 yeah. minutes. The movie been out for like. How many plus yeah, years? Yeah. Yeah. You haven't seen Stomp the Yard, and I just ruined it for he you. I, I'm sorry. Spoiler but, alert for <laughs> Stomp the Yard. Yeah. But I was, you know, I was 
you know, for start uh, before you got served, like my little brother was born in '95, mm-hmm. and I remember him loving that. That was like you couldn't watch another movie yeah. if it wasn't you got served for him. So like you saying you got served, like yes, it's sort of that forgotten like classic among black culture, but like mm. it was still pretty good for like kind of how bad that it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit, Neo was in that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, there's, some, yeah. there's some people and you guys heard and Stomp the Yard, but Stomp like- Stomp the Yard, it's something, actually, I don't know why, it's Stomp the Yard. Stomp the Yard? Every kid or anybody that was, you know, a fan of Chris Brown or a fan of that movie, yeah. you know the move when he slides. When he slides, that's iconic. Like, every, yeah, yeah. every black function and every dance you had, everyone was hitting that move at yeah. that time. So I wasn't, but <laughs> I definitely thought like, is there a way I, I can, can do this? <laughs> well, and since we're out uninterrupted, uh, I wanted to bring up Space Jam 2. Yeah. Which you know just got cast. It's being filmed this summer. Hey, listen, and they need you need help. That's well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what we're saying. That's what we're you saying. You want a football player or something in there, or somehow. So that's good. Let I think me you're know. in the that's right good place to if manifest putting, that. All right, we're football guys. So like, we're gonna do a football version of that. Like to beat the mon- monsters. They're called the monsters, monsters right? Yeah. yeah. Um, who would you choose from the NFL who, to help who, you beat them? Have you seen a couple guys that like you know can play on the basketball court? Yeah. I know so you play. Going, yeah, you're going basketball. Oh, not you got to pick your guys. I, I got to take football players into the basketball court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you got if you got five fours, that's great. If you just got a couple, that's okay. All right. Who you got? I know you play basketball. I'm gonna go. Are you betting on yourself? Myself. Okay. I'm, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm realistic. I'm the guy that I'm gonna come in there. I'm gonna give you great defense. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you four fouls, and I'm gonna give you rebounds, and maybe ten points. I'm so not gonna give you no three point shots. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna do what I need. I'm like a PJ uh, Tucker maybe like yeah or like yeah. a Draymond like a Dray, Draymond okay. like that's okay. not like that's kind of like downplaying Dray, Draymond was great, <laughs> you know what I mean? but like Draymond's like not like on his team like the go to scorer but he's the guy who's gritty and the it's guy who's gonna talk yeah, crap yeah. and gonna get in your face dirty in a good way and make exactly and make yeah. plays um not going Shep. Shep disappointed. <laughs> like Shep, Sterling Shepard, I hope you he hear this. He's talking, he talking so much trash. We play one-on-one. You don't like Sterling Shepard? Yeah, he trash. He trash? Oh, man. Dang, he trash, though? Yep. Dang. Uh, Odell. I need to see that footage. Odell's a crazy athlete. Listen, I've seen Odell yeah. play multiple sports, yeah. and I think he might be the one of the greatest athletes yeah. across I've Odell. never seen him play basketball. You've seen yeah. him, but he's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball, he's just hitting home runs. Yeah, hitting home runs. Was it exactly. Tampa? Yeah. Yeah. Tampa was yeah. Unreal. yeah. But what's it? Yeah, that was in Tampa. And he like, plays the piano, too. Damn yeah. those people. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, th- I think today, if he wanted to switch over to be a soccer player, he could be a soccer uh, player. I'm going to go Khalil Mack. Mm. Okay. An enforcer? Khalil Mack. You know, we the two bigs. Obviously, not the... <laughs> yeah. may not be hype-wise, but we're going to get the boards for you. Odell, um, Christian you McCaffrey. More. You need one more. McCaffrey. Okay. McCaffrey. Okay. Oh, shit. Christian okay. McCaffrey. He's, yeah. he's another one, one of the best athletes that I've seen. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I, spent some, uh, I spent some time with him in, in Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, so, that, I mean, that's your five right there. That's then. my five, yeah. I, that's a good squad. If you, were in, if you were in Hollywood, if you were a producer, what's a story that you love that you – you know, you don't think has been told properly yet. What's a yeah. story that you would like to tell? For me, it's like we know about Jackie Robinson. Yep. We know about Muhammad Ali. Uh, we know about the Jesse Owens of the world and the, um, all those and the, and the Jim Browns. All those athletes, those, those are black athletes that did an amazing job for, for me to be in a position I am today to be able to mm-hmm. play the sport I love and have an impact on, on kids and on the youth. But they're not the only ones. So I want to find a way to 
dive in, dig deeper. Um, you know, uh, Robertson, one, I forgot his first name, last name was Robertson. He has a building at Penn State mm. and it's called mm. the Robertson Center. Mm. But I never knew, like, I just kind of thought he was a Penn State guy. He yeah. never, he yeah, never yeah, went to yeah. Penn State. Yeah. He never played at Penn State. Um, he, he was one of the third black, uh, the third black people to ever, African Americans to ever go to Rutgers. And there was so much more to, to this person that he's, that helped us and what I mean us as athletes and yeah. as a whole to be able to do what we're able to do now and they're just not mentioned about just so discovering I, those yeah, lost yeah, icons discovering those lost it's icons kind of unsung and, pioneers exactly in, in and bringing them to light and you know especially like for like I don't know maybe this might not be like Arthur Ashe like yeah. mm-hmm. Arthur Ashe is probably a well known and to, it depends who you ask like if you've asked my dad generation Arthur Ashe is probably a well known but when I go around ask my friends ask people that I'm close they with don't know. a lot of people know who he is a lot of people yeah. don't know that he's the one of the greatest tennis players ever played. I think still the only black male to win uh, Wimbledon. I I'm not. I'm not 100 so, sure. Yeah. Um, and I, he had a, he died from AIDS. Like there's so much more to his story and so much more to you know just the history of African American athletes and not just athletes, African African American icons that helped pave the way for me to be able to do what I'm able to do and for Odell, for for musicians, for anybody, Drake and all those guys do what they're able to do. But I feel like we only mention a certain a select few. But Listen, that's, that's, I mean, yeah. to me, that's that's dope. I, I love that, you know, you're going into your second year and you're already thinking ahead to the point where you want to tell these stories, you want to source these stories. And obviously you're in a great position to do that. You know, you're thinking forward, which I, I, I love. That's part of my platform is just getting athletes to, to think beyond what they're doing on the field. So... You know, just to wrap up, you know, just thank you for coming here. Thank you for coming yeah. to Film Study Podcast Thanks, and sitting down with really us nice and doing a quick screen with us, no, man. This, this has guys. been dope. No, yeah. thank you I'm going to go watch The Iron Giant now. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to watch yeah. it. Yeah. I'm gonna, like, appreciate, appreciate it. it. But Thanks, man. Thank appreciate you. it. Well, that was fun. Yeah, Mad you guys. Legit. Yeah. Yeah, cool mad dude. you guys didn't invite me, but that was fun. <laughs> you knew what was happening. Yeah. yeah, we saw you poke your head around the glass. Well, sure, times. you knew what it was yeah. when you signed up. <laughs> <laughs> All good, but yeah, um, good stuff there with Saquon, guys. It is time. All right, this is the main event of yes. the pod. Yes, In addition yes. to Saquon, obviously, where we jump into our review section. It's going to be Spider-Man Far From Home with our guy, Tom Holland. It's our DNA. This is Samuel the DNA Jackson. of the podcast right now. Yeah. It's, we're kind of like a Marvel pod, just masquerading as a... <laughs> it's like the build-up to the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. So here we go, guys. This is it. Spoiler review incoming for Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm, 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 mm. Yes. As said, this is a spoiler review of Spider-Man Far From Home. If you haven't seen it, turn it off now, go watch it, and then come back. Um, What we do here is, again, big detail, overall thoughts, nitpicks, little things, Mm -hmm. and then we look at the future of the franchise. So let's get into it first with just quick overall thoughts. Spencer, you want to go first? I love this movie. I think this is is probably a top two or three Spider-Man movie overall. Yes. And for some reason, people have not taken to it as much as I thought it was. Still did numbers at the box office. Yeah, it's of doing great. But a lot of people were in the, you know, the in-game hangover. They wanted to be just as big as in-game with possibly more characters, bigger, elaborate, more elaborate sets and whatnot. But at the end of the day, this is your neighborhood friendly Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. You know, these stories are self-contained in small areas and it stayed true to what we know Spider-Man to be. Yeah, I I mean, I saw it with you. We we did the IMAX Chinese theater. It was awesome. Yeah. People should go there for any IMAX. Small plug. But uh, 
No, I, I love this film too. And I actually liked it more than Homecoming. I, I thought, you know, the story was, you know, kept me on my toes. And I just loved seeing Peter back in his world. Yeah. And that to me makes him so different from everyone else. And these movies, they just continue to be good. Yeah. And so I'm glad that I went into that film and within 10 minutes I looked at Spencer and we had just shitted in grins because we, we were just we're like, like this is a this good is, movie. This yep. is a blast. Yeah. It was so, a fun time. Yeah. I, it's my favorite Spider-Man film. What yep. about you? What about you, TD? At, at, at the worst, you had fun, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And at its best, I think this movie has the best third act of any MCU solo movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So any movie not named Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie, the last 30, 40 minutes of this movie is, is, is tops in my book. So I do think, you know, first couple of acts are kind of slow in some in some spots and, you know, yeah. kind of whimsical and clumsy. But, you know, we'll, we'll dive into all that when we get into our nitpicks and highlights and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But let's start off with highlights, guys. So just quickly around the room. No, actually, not quickly. We can spend some time, a little bit of time here. Just... What stood out to you guys? What what was a big, you know, what was a big win, a big highlight for you guys from this movie? I like the callbacks to, you know, past Iron Man movies. Uh, yeah. You know, with Mr. Beck and having him in the background. Uh, what was it? Barf. Was the, uh, the Barth technology. Barf technology. Yeah, Barf technology. Like, it was at MIT giving their presentation yeah, in Civil yeah. War. Yeah. Like having those callbacks, even specifically to, you know, the original Spider-Man where what's, uh, what's Jeff Bridges' character's name? Uh, Obadiah, Obadiah, Obadiah is like yelling at a scientist. Tony Stark was able to build this in a cave. And now what is like 15 years later, that scientist is now coming to the forefront and is part of this grand plot. Yeah. You know, I, I thought that was really cool. And it just allows it allows you to peek inside the mind of the Marvel execs because now anything's up for play in the past. That throwaway scene that you thought, oh, this is a good scene for this movie 10 years ago. Those people that are in the crowd, the people that are behind the scenes, like the extra characters in those could potentially come back and reprise their roles in greater capacity. So I loved it. And that that was what was crazy to me is looking back, like just if you go to the first Iron Man and you see that scene, you're thinking about it differently now. Yeah. And for me, yeah, those were the highlights. And I, like I said, it was my favorite Spider-Man film, but it was also just a great MCU film with yes. everything it had, just like you're saying. My, my highlights actually kind of came in odd places. I really liked Peter and Happy's dynamic. Yeah. Um, that scene on the plane where he kind of literally has kind of a montage like the first Iron Man. He plays yeah. ACDC, says he loves Led Zeppelin. <laughs> like that stuff, uh, you know, I really I really enjoyed and I thought they did a good, a good job with that, especially the aftermath of Endgame and everything Tony that happened with Tony. Mysterio, it's like, I loved Mysterio. I thought, you know, he was great and everything he did. And I know we'll get, you know, more into characters, but, you know, that whole setup, you know, you're waiting for him to just, to be turn. Mysterio yeah. to turn. And that scene that you talked about where he just basically stands up in that bar and, and approaches everyone and says, you know, you were treated bad, poorly. You were treated poorly, you know, and they're all kind of under that umbrella of Tony Stark and they're yeah. all trying to still get out of it. Yeah. And, you know, that was really interesting to me and it gave Mysterio a real motive and I kind of understood him. And um, yeah, like you said, TD, that third act just blew me away. Yep. Um, and kept, yeah, it was, it was we also, really entertaining. We also have to talk about the biggest highlight in this entire movie is the fact that Marissa Tomei, fucking Aunt May, is is and should be getting the Paul Rudd appreciation post. She should. All over social media because yeah. amazing. Yeah. I've I've had that like crush on, <laughs> I know on Marissa Tomei for years, <laughs> even back when she was in fucking a different world, like one of her first ever gigs. Like yeah. people were saying that she's aging great because she went to an HBCU, which is funny because I, you know, obviously it's a, yeah. um, it's um Hillman College, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like amazing, like 
we all know Aunt May to be like the old the old grandmother. I mean, the old aunt that's like 60, 70 years old. Oh, like Peter. Marissa Tomei <laughs> is like 53 and still... You know, giving these young well, girls some work, and they, in, in the movies they kind of alluded, like even in the first one, like yeah. they're like, here's like, it gives them free larb, at the yeah. time, and they're like, I think he larbs you. How many times do you have to say larb before you talk to me? You know, I larb you. <laughs> like you know, like everyone's into that's Aunt been May. going on since Civil War. Since yeah, Spider Man and Aunt May first showed up. Yeah, yeah. Was, Tony Stark's hitting on her, <laughs> yeah. but like everybody talks about how Paul Rudd, you know, he he just turned fifty, so they're like, oh my god, like. He's aging age, so great yeah. just because yeah. he doesn't like doesn't fuck with people and he you know he kind of keeps to himself. I'm like, we need to start giving the same love to Marissa Tomei. Yeah. She so, deserves it, Marissa. If you're out there, come on the podcast. You have a fan. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, also, in in sense of the movie universe, it also makes sense because she was also snapped or blipped, so yes. to speak. So she hasn't aged as much. I think it's eight months since the since everyone came back. That's so what I said. Yeah, she's only eight months older than when we last saw her on film. Yeah, uh, but yes, big fan there for sure. I, it's funny, like Spider Man was obviously a big highlight here. Obviously, he's a you know lead character. But I want to say this: we always talk about as young kids, like if you were a superhero, what power would you have? Flight, yeah. speed, and those are probably the top two. Yeah, probably that's correct. I would say the most fun power as a superhero. I'm saying this right now. Hot take: swinging, web <laughs> swinging is absolutely looks like the most fun thing to do as a superhero. Telly ho. It does if you're in a city. If you're in a yeah. desert, like you can't really, you can't really swing on anything. No, those rocks are loose up there. And again, not calling back the first one. Bermuda, he's running yeah. and he's going after him. And then he hits a golf course and he's like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's <laughs> just sprinting across <laughs> and that wide shot just sees him running. Um, he, he just looks like he's having so much fun when he's free running, doing his parkour and swinging. And it's like that's what I would love to do if I could be a superhero for. And that's Spider Man. I'm in on that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but even in the end credits when you know he takes MJ yeah. for a ride and she has a very realistic yeah. view of what it's like. I appreciated I do that. This. And finally, when she's up in the air, she's like, "Nah, I'm good. Like, put me down. You stay up here." Ooh, yeah, never, never doing that again. I'm never doing that again. I like how they cut to it too. Are you ready for this? Yeah, and it's just her screaming, yeah. and it's and he drops her at the end and picks picks her That's up. Awesome. Yeah, that was very realistic. Yeah. Another thing, you know, Spider Man, he really came into his own power wise, right? Mm -hmm. Like the Peter Tingle, which we all know from comic books, that's a Spidey sense. And mm -hmm. I love the reasoning the writers gave for not having it be called Spidey sense, at least not yet. It's yeah. like his aunt gave it the name. So yeah. of course it's gonna be corny and, you know, like, of course you don't wanna hear that. So that was fun. And that was really deployed really, really nicely again in the third act when he was like, you know what? I have this skill, I'm gonna focus, I'm gonna use it. Um, and I thought that was a really great way to kind of take down Mysterio. Cause other than that, like Mysterio could just, Kept running around circling yeah, around. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, let's get into the nitpicks. Let's get into, yeah. you know, stuff that you wish you, you they could have redid or made better or just pumped up a little bit more. I know, TD, you had a couple things, so, like, yeah. let's dive into it. No, for sure. I mean, we talked about Iron Man and Edith, for example, right? Yeah. And how even dead, I'm the hero. Yeah, I love yeah. that. And But if you look at the two Spider-Man movies... You can easily say Iron Man is the reason why the villains existed. So, yes, and yes, mm -hmm. you're still the hero, but you're also causing a problem. <laughs> and it kind of takes me back to the um, Civil War scene with Vision about, you know, escalation, essentially. And Vision gives that great, yeah. that great monologue. Our very strength invites challenge. Challenge incites conflict. And conflict breeds catastrophe. Iron Man's role in a lot of... Avengers MCU movies since probably Age of Ultron has been causing issues. He's fixed them, but he's also caused a lot of issues. And then specifically to Edith, 
the lack of protocol, security protocol with yeah. Enoch is insane. Like the fact that Spider-Man can just launch a drone attack on his buddy yeah. or his classmate, I should say, on the bus and Beck can just take over the entire system. Hey, man, he was coming after his girl. I, hey, <laughs> yeah. drone strikes, that might be the next wave. Fight worthy. Them words are fight worthy. I get it. <laughs> so that was, that was some nitpicks for me, and I have a few more. What about you guys? Well, it's funny It's funny you say that because in terms of Iron Man, you know, uh, even dead, I'm still the, I'm the hero. That's still, that's kind of like Mysterio right now. You say he's the hero, but he's actually causing the problems. Mysterio is, you know, portraying the hero, but manufacturing the problems himself. So it, yeah. to me, it, it kind of paints that, you know, duality of Mysterio not being far off from Iron Man, even though obviously they're, they're doing it for yep. different reasons. Well, I think essentially you could say this is also a Tony Stark movie. Yeah. You know, and like, I, I think that was what a lot of people that I know have seen it, they were like, well, I just felt they were too front and center with the Iron Man issue. And I'm like, well, that seems pretty real. The fallout was pretty big. And you I mean, know, he, saved, he, he saved, saved the, the universe. universe and even going, you know, and you see his photo everywhere through the airports, through the, you know, street art, through everything. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, that could be a nitpick for some. Um, for me, I just wanted to sit probably with Mysterio a little more. Mm-hmm. I just really, I love that character. He reminded me a lot of uh, Zemo. Oh, kind yeah. of, and it wasn't as one big, of my favorite MCU. But villains. if you think about it, and I know we're talking nitpicks, but in the post credits, Mysterio kind of won. Yeah, and you don't really yep. know what happened to him and stuff like that. And so this story like isn't resolved yet yep. to me. And so I guess that could be somewhat of a nitpick. Well, he he won because you know, especially in the time that we're in, it's all about public perception. Yeah, it's all about who can spin the story in their favor because. You know the people watching the people watching the shit on Twitter. If they're watching Spider Man potentially killing Mysterio on Twitter, you know the masses will put, might believe that instead mm-hmm. of you know actually diving into the facts of it. And it speaks to the world that we're in now, where you can create anything you want on Instagram or on Twitter as long as it seems believable. Not even doesn't have to be believable as long as it seems believable. People that don't do the research will fall into it and believe it. So and, I think that. I think Spider-Man Far From Home played into the whole fake news tropes, fa- played into somewhat they did. the Trump tropes of, you know, I'm going to give you this narrative, you choose to believe it or not, but the stuff that I'm giving you makes it believable. Jill and all, when he's, you know, when he's basically dead, which we don't really know, his last line is basically like, in like today's world, whatever the Avengers world is, 2023, people will believe anything. Yeah. Yep. And he does that. And speaking of, uh, you know, uh, what was the news thing you just said? Well, it was like an Infowars. Yeah, 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 yeah. And bringing back J. Jonah Jameson awesome. in a capacity where it is like Infowars. It's not yeah, yep. It's not a newspaper. It's like, no, like, like <laughs> this is the truth, you know? And Sign me up right now for J.K. Simmons, J.K. Simmons, J. Jonah Jameson podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> but, and how exciting will that be just seeing him banter with Tom Holland? Yeah. yeah that'll be right. amazing. I was so happy they brought him back. Like, I can imagine, I can imagine. That him. was not a nitpick. <laughs> no, it's fine. I don't think we have a lot of nitpicks, so yeah, that's fine. We can, we can, we can mix and match with some highlights. That's right. Right, right, right. I mean, I could just imagine uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Did I get it right? I think I got it right. Yes. Yep. I can imagine him and Spider-Man talking on like some late night TV show and just, no, I didn't kill Mysterio. Like, yes, you did. We see the we yeah, see the so, footage. Well, yep. he's like, yeah. it's fake. But like, that's what we're getting right. into is, you know, perception. Mm-hmm. That's a real word. One, one, real? One, one more nitpick for me, and then we can go back to highlights if we want to. It's You guys mentioned that, May. I do think it's getting kind of creepy. Like I've said, it's been three straight movies now that her hotness is front and center. I love it. And if this is a Michael Bay movie, we would be calling it out. We would be calling out some of the shots, like, you know, when... Well, they're not on the phone. panning straight to her tits or anything. Like, 
Like she just, she's it's, just, she's a beautiful it's, woman it's, in a tank top. It just, it looks good. It's not Scar Joe talking to Loki in Avengers One level of, <laughs> you know, framing. No, but yeah, no. when Happy is on the phone with Peter and he's like, "Why are you at Aunt May's office or wherever it work, you know, place of work?" There was that shot was a little gratuitous. I'm, I thought it was a little bit, and then. Again, it's like, we get it. She's hot. It's so hard for me to believe that she's someone's aunt. Yeah, well, they come in all shapes and sizes, you know. Yeah. But listen, she has been dusted or what they call it, the blip. She's been blipped for the past. She's living her best life. She five says, she's like, like, I just woke up in my apartment and like, someone was living there. What is, what is it called? Like, girls are having a hot girl summer right now. Like, yeah. how many is having a hot girl summer? Yeah, living her That's best what life. it is. She de-aged for five years. <laughs> I'm so. not against it. I'm just, I'm just potentially bringing it up. I do, I do feel like, um, you know, the whole Peter liking MJ was rushed. Cause to me, I'm like, Peter, man, know your worth. Like you're a superhero. You kind of saved the universe, help save the universe. <laughs> He's like, so damn humble. Like, bro, like, you know, like let him hang a little bit. Let her, let her know that you're Spider-Man. You've been and, to space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like walk up to him like, hey, I've been to space. Yeah. yeah. I, Done deal. I love uh, those two together though. I, I'm yeah. excited to see them move forward. Question, Dan, how do you say um, her character? How do you say her name? MJ's act actress's name. Zendaya? So, I, I had a theory that black people say Zendaya and white people say Zendaya. But no, I say just Zendaya. A, you say Zendaya. Yeah. Oh, okay. My theory is all mixed. I may be lazy, but I just say Zendaya. I don't know. I don't know what's don't right. Don't bring race into this. So. <laughs> I am. I don't know what's right. I think it's, you know, I, I say Zendaya. But quick, quick nod to Zendaya. I love Zendaya. By the way, just to say about race. Like, yeah. Peter only likes black girls. Let's just, hey. let's, let's call it spade hey. a spade. Hey. Liz and Homecoming. He's walking like, in my home. Oh shit, he does. <laughs> there is, and there is an online clip, right, of him like dancing and like, cause, as you guys know, he does some of his stunts. He's uh -huh. a very active individual, and yeah. there's an online clip of him like dancing to like a Drake song. Like, homeboy can move. Homeboy's hey, got moves. I like Tom Holland. I want to have a beer with Tom Holland. I mean, yeah. And again, you know, in the real world, in the world that you know we're talking to you, not the not the multiverse that we're talking about. Like Tom Holland is what twenty? Is he twenty three? Twenty twenty three? Yeah. He's grown up in the age where cultures have blended now yeah. more than ever. Definitely. So him liking Drake is the same of him liking country music stars, yeah. same like rock star. It's all blended together now more than ever. So like, I totally understand that. You know, he's down yeah. with the swirl. There yeah. was that. <laughs> there was that clip of him and Jake, uh, Jake as well, Gyllenhaal, talking about Sean Paul, right? Yeah. And that went viral, and you could just see how much fun they had. Those two, just hey. like yeah. Jake it, was was fun, like, it looked like it was a fun time on set. Yeah, he's, I can imagine he's that. He's like a fun dude. That's what Marvel's yeah. known for, right? It just seems like one, each one of their movies and you know, Matt Perret, who was in Captain Marvel, might might say otherwise, but he was on <laughs> set for Captain Marvel. Um, but it seems like mostly they have a lot of fun. It, it's funny in these Marvel films, too, when they start doing press, you can see what actors have kind of buddied up. Yeah. And like yeah. in this in this case, it was Gyllenhaal and Holland. And when Gyllenhaal's on his own and he's talking about Holland, he's just like, oh, I fucking love that kid. <laughs> yeah. He's so great and all this. And then, you know, Tom will talk about Jake and just be like, yeah, we got beers in London. It was sweet. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was funny. Tom, Tom Holland was talking about how he goes, the first one was Homecoming and I shot it like, in the United States, like my, millions of miles from my home. And then I shot literally far from home in my backyard. Yeah. And it was just like, I stayed at my parents like three nights. I saw my dog like as much That's as I great. could. I thought that was funny. Before we get to little things, really one other big thing we can hit on is, in addition to the third act being amazing, I also thought the Mysterio Vision scene yes. was mm -hmm. absolutely a highlight of the entire MCU. In that Berlin? so good, yes. Yeah. Oh my God, I was waiting to get to that. I was hoping, yeah. it was, right in. It was amazing, I thought, the comics, like it, it, it looked like the comics. Yes. And for me, like I was really curious, like I said last week, I wanted to see how Mysterio would translate to film. Yeah. 
And the way they did smart, it, honey. the way they did, so smart yeah. the way they did it. And he's literally wearing that CGI suit, you know, with this thing over yeah. his head. And the bubble the even made sense because that was yeah. how he controlled things. Yeah. And, yeah. and that scene, someone said, or I, I read an article, I think it was on screen right the other day. They said, it's the scariest Spider-Man movie for some kids because yeah. they go through that, that scene and you have Tony Stark coming out of the grave. Which yeah. was, all, I, I'm surprised dark. they went there. Yeah, yeah. But then, but, it was great. but then the buildup. When I'm with Spencer in the for the first time, I'm getting goosebumps. When he, that train hits him, I'm like, yeah. holy oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. And then that shot of Mysterio just kind of taking his calm off, like on the tracks, looking over, and he's like, All right, I gotta go kill those kids now or something. You know, yeah. something. It yeah. was just like, this dude's nuts. Yeah. yeah. I had callbacks to Stranger Things, you know, oh, when, yeah. when Eleven goes into Don't spoil it now. That world still in season three. <laughs> well, no, like we know her yeah. one of her powers is she can go and um yeah. you know pretty much spy on anybody yep. in the world yep. but she does it in this you know this black room where it's only featured the the yep. person or the thing that she's that she's spotting on like i kind of got that same feeling from the spider-man movie when mysterio would put peter into that simulation yep. like it, yeah. it, to me it was cool but i was surprised at how dark they did go with this yeah. movie and and in the second or the third in the third act on the um bridge when he's finally getting mysterio and he he senses that yep. that he relies on that peter tingle yep. to get peter through the tingle. visions yeah and that scene in on that bridge where he just fucking plums through all those drones yeah. i was like this is good yeah <laughs> this is this is this is i mean no, and even for mysterio like it's all fun and games until a real threat comes yeah like he kept he kept he keeps talking about the the pageantry of being a superhero and the world's greatest superhero and taking over the iron man throne but like what happens if some real shit comes down like yeah drones aren't aren't stopping like galactus yeah you know? like, exactly. like, no yeah. you like fling those out the air and then so just level threat it was really? like how much run you even said that yeah yeah how much run could have i know last episode i talked about hopefully signing Mysterio on to uh, other movies because I just love Jake Gyllenhaal as that like sinister character. But realistically, you can't get too much run with a superhero that's not a superhero. Like yeah. Batman is the one to do it, but like it's he's a billionaire. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, hard to I, I have some thoughts on where they might go with him. I really love, just to quickly go back to the, you know, the vision of Mysterio, I really love that. I love when superheroes get their ass whooped. And yeah. going back to Batman versus Bane, you know, round one in Dark Knight Rises, this was oh like MC's version of that. Like Spider-Man got, got the war. It's, funny brought that up. it's funny you brought that up because I got shades of that uh, because in the beginning of that scene, the score drops. Yeah. And in the Batman Bane scene, there's, oh, no, yeah. music there's no music whatsoever. It's, it's just, you just hear it all. You hear yeah. Christian Bale. <laughs> like, this is Castillo Stags. Victory has defeated you. Oh, you think darkness? <laughs> I'm terrible at it. I love doing it. I'm terrible at it. Um, all right, let's do some little things here, guys, before we look at the future of the Spider-Man movies. What what yeah. stood out to it? Easter eggs? Well, you know, let's dive into the little minor details here. From I would say the, one of the things I, that stood out to me and I appreciated was the fact that, you know, they allowed for like the high school production to kind of intro amazing. the movie. Because yeah. I, I remember... <laughs> the the sign wasn't like centered. It was. It felt like it was like cropped too short. And I'm thinking about like, wait, Chinese theater. Like, get your shit together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This shit is not right. I even looked back at the projector. Like, yep. was somebody <laughs> gonna fix this? Like, come on. But there was know, a I, boom mic in the shop. Yeah, and I love that. I looked at him. There was a boom but mic. Like, <laughs> coming in. By that by that point, like I knew that it was now a high school production. Yep. But before when they were doing the you know Whitney Houston intro, yeah. you know the the and I yeah. like. When the when the Marvel image wasn't centered and kind of cropped up, I really thought 
you know, the issue. movie theater fucked it up. I'm like, no, nah, I paid twenty dollars to see this fucking movie. Yeah. Like Let get this get shit right. right. Run see, this shit back. I didn't hit me because I figured they were starting the same way as they did the last one. Yeah, like, like the that video. Movie. And then when the in memoriam yeah. thing came. Yeah. And it was really funny. There was a guy and I saw it twice. He, he hadn't green screen. He hadn't yeah. seen a endgame yet. Oh. So the literally the first thing in the in memoriam is everyone who died yeah. and he's like fuck and he gets like, up and he walks out and i was like this is your fault yeah man. what are you doing yeah. it's his fault guy, guy it's X, his fault the, get out of here i don't know if he came back or not but that it was, is it was pretty funny hilarious <laughs> ridiculous i but, think another thing or you got you got one yeah i, I was gonna point out yeah. spider-man ps4 so dane and i yes. talked briefly talked about this last week and I actually played this game. I've owned this game for a year. I never had time to play games anymore. But I was like, you know what? I'm finally going to play a game. So I started playing Spider-Man PS4 like a month ago. Mm -hmm. And wow, what a game. Like mm -hmm. that game is probably better than the Garfield Spider-Man movies. Like I'm not kidding. That's not even a diss. If you cut all those scenes together, it might be one of the best Spider-Man movies. It's so good. It's so well done. And I love the fact that this this is one of the first times we're actually seeing a movie pay homage to a game. Like so the yeah. swinging sequence, he takes a selfie while he's swinging. And that's a big part of the game yeah. where... You know, the amount of photos you can take in the game. So mm -hmm. just, you know, great, really, really great game. So I love that it got a shout out. And Feast. Feast yes. is, uh, that was the organization that Aunt May worked for where she was basically promoting Peter, which I thought was kind of cool to see Aunt May in a different light. Yep. Yeah. Where she's like, fuck, man, own it. Yeah. You know, like I yeah. thought that was cool. And Feast was a. Uh, I think Spence only saw her yeah. in one light. Hey. The red light. The, the right one. Yeah. The yeah. right light. Yeah. I think Spider-Man um, Far From Home starring Marissa Tomei. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned it too, but the the nod to Cap where Happy yes. tosses the shield and just completely like whiffs on it. Like it goes like, like two feet. How does Cap do that? That was one of my favorite scenes because it was so realistic. Like you have this probably like hundred pound shield. He's not throwing it across the room just off adrenaline. Like he's like to me, Happy probably doesn't work out. It looks yep. like Happy doesn't happy work doesn't out. Happy doesn't look like So he's not out. chucking shields across the room, you know, to survive. Like, that shit will flutter two feet from his foot. Yeah, yeah they, that's great. On that, on that same note, though, like, we talk about Iron Man being a big part of this movie, but Cap gets some, gets some nods in addition to that, right? So in the Mysterio sequence, there's a, when the Mysterio hand slams on Spider-Man, uh -huh. he slams it on Cap's shield. Yes. Um, and it, also, as well, the final battle... Spider-Man for the second straight movie essentially makes up a, almost like Mjolnir. Yeah, like he webs yeah, up his yeah, own Mjolnir, Mjolnir and yeah. uh, the shield and a shield, yeah. which yeah. is very Cap in the final battle. Which, yeah. if you guys recall, in addition to Cap, William, William Mjolnir, he also tosses it at Spider-Man, and Spider-Man grabs onto it with the webs. Mm -hmm. So it was a nice little homage to that moment in a lot of Cap. So I was, I was a big fan of that. And that was funny. We were you were talking about he and MJ like Peter, know your worth. When that scene happened, yeah. I was like, this dude's done a lot of shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's crazy. some crazy stuff. Why is he so humble and just like <laughs> yeah. chill about it all? I'm like, oh my God, is this girl like me? <laughs> like, dude, you like saved the universe kind of like too. a five star recruit. I know. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, that was, that was cool to see. But, uh, yeah. Peter, Peter was great in this film. It was awesome. He was all, he was also super polite. He keeps Mr. Beck, Very and that's polite. something he did with Mr. Stark. So even in and, to yeah. Tony's dying scene, he's like, Mr. Stark, we, we know. We won, Mr. Stark, and it's like he kept doing the Mr. Beck thing. Yeah. Mr. Stark. We won, Mr. Stark. We won, you did it, sir, you did it. Yeah. That was fun, that was cute. Yeah, and I loved, I loved, again, just to go back to that plane scene with Happy where he's just like, like he basically says to him, because he looks up to Tony so much, Peter does, and Happy yeah. goes, listen, Tony was a mess. Yeah. Tony like second guessed everything, and Peter's like, what, like, you gotta, chill out 
you yeah, know, like, yeah. and, and get all this done. And I really liked that scene. Um, I thought it was strong. I love Led Zeppelin. That was <laughs> I love Led Zeppelin. Yeah, <laughs> that was, yeah, that yeah. was so good. But yeah, ACDC, literally from the first Iron yeah. Man, the mm-hmm. opening scene is ACDC. Mm-hmm. So it, it was, was great. It was, this wasn't a tearjerker that Endgame was, but that moment was pretty sweet. Yes. I got emotional yeah. during that moment when he, sweet. and when he's in the tulip field in the Netherlands and happy, he's happy for the first time. And he's like, you can tell he's just like yeah. so happy to see him. Just no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're good with great. puns here. We're, we're super very, good. We're very good with that's puns what, here. That's, that's yeah. what we do. Not even trying. Speaking of Netherlands, it was an interesting week for Dodge soccer. We got to point this out as a sports movie podcast. Yes. But yes. in addition to playing Team USA in the World Cup finals, um, Peter was also wearing a Dutch jersey. Yes, and so that was, I don't think that's I think that might be the first time in the MCU. Dutch that, dude just hands him the phone. Yeah. I know. <laughs> It, I was, I, it blew me away because I was like, yeah, they're probably so nice over here. Like, we're complete assholes in America. Yeah. Like, even he was like, wait, you're, yeah. you're, like, you're just going to give me give your me phone, phone, essentially? Yeah. But I laughed, laughed even because when he said what it was, he was like, yeah, I got it. Yeah. I was like, no way. <laughs> That's terrible. What do you guys think about Flash, though? Because there were some little things I noticed. Like Flash? Yeah. Uh, Thompson? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, they very, in a very subtle way, put gave him a little arc. Like yes. He... Like, if if you notice uh, when Peter first puts on Edith, it, it reads a bunch of text messages within the uh, the yep. bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, TD's not, you know what I'm saying. Where it flashes, it's just like, "Hey mom, hey dad, I haven't yeah. heard from you in some time." And then at the end, he gets home and he's like, "No one's picked him up." Yeah, yeah. And so they kind of gave him something. I wonder what they'll do with that. Yeah, it's something they're setting up. I don't know what it is, but in addition to that, it's it, this movie continued a trend where Peter never acknowledges Flash like directly. Flash talks to him. And the only time in the entire two movies where he's sort of talked to Flash is when he slapped him. Yeah, so other than, or when he it, stole his car. Yeah, like exactly <laughs> right, and like so he never really acknowledges him. It's, it's, it's such a flip on the bully dynamic where yeah. like Flash is supposed to be the bully when Peter just never really acknowledges the guy. It's and it's, yeah, they paint him though at the end. Remember that he they're doing like those confessions, yeah. and he's like, "I take pictures because someone like so everyone will like me." He's just an insecure asshole, exactly. which exactly. are bullies. Well, <laughs> it, it was funny because like. Part of me thinks that he could be like a Green Goblin. Down yeah, the road. I wonder if they're setting up something. I wonder if they're there. setting That's... up like because he's he's. I mean, he's a great actor. He's, great he has actor. A, a a long list of credits. So maybe in another world, there's you know room for him to run as you know the Goblin. In the comics, at one point, you Flash wanna... Thompson becomes Venom. Yeah, See, there you that could work. So... You want to try his uh, actual name? Tony Revolori. There we go. Tony Revolori, of course. I, I got was it. waiting for Smash. Oh, my bad. My bad. I wasn't <laughs> looking at that. Sorry. Appreciate that. Appreciate that, Aliou. Yeah. Uh, Use it in a sentence, please. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to JB Smooth also. Yeah. Oh, it. yeah. The teachers were funny. Yeah. Yeah. Martin, Martin Starr. Yep. Yeah, yeah. JB Smooth was just like, by the way, none of this shit funny is for me. Like, MCU, I didn't do any of this. Funny MCU Easter egg. Martin Starr is in The Incredible Hulk. Yes, he yes. is. And uh, they ask Kevin Feige, is that Ken? And they're like, same guy. Yeah. Just similar to his principal, I believe, in Homecoming, is the grandson of a character in Cap uh, in the first Avenger. Yes, the uh, Japanese American, yeah, same uh, actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just he's the grandson of that. So, yeah. yeah, they, you know, they've Marvel. They know what they're doing. Great MCU oh, yeah, movie, absolutely. man. They Great know MCU what they're movie. doing, and we also know what we're doing. So before we wrap, we want to dive into the future. But before we do that, I got to give a shout out to the, to the student that had a do rag on the entire time. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big do rag. Yeah, listen. Not our heroes wear capes out, okay? <laughs> Who's wearing a do rag? I didn't see him. Oh yeah, there's a kid in on tour with them that's just wearing a do rag oh, like, okay. the entire time. And it's like, you know, especially you probably you know grew up oh, rocking do rags, trying to I get used the to waves. Have a full run of do rags, like all different colors. Yeah, I, I especially when it comes to All American, one of my proudest moments on All American was we got 
we somehow approved Spencer to wear a do-rag with his cape out on like primetime TV on CW. That's, awesome. That's a proud moment That's for me because awesome. I'm like, this isn't really a CW thing right here, but we did it. Yeah, yeah no, awesome. I have the Beverly Hills pictures for the pitch. And awesome. It's it's pretty it's pretty Spencer James-ish. I once wore a do-rag out with the Iverson headband across the way. Man, a wild time. One, my girlfriend in eighth grade broke up with me and kept my favorite do rag. It was a black do rag <laughs> with like army fatigue to line the trim and the and the and the wraps. To this day, I'm like, I wonder if she still had it. Like, yeah, you know who you are if you're out there. She, Give me my fucking do rag back. That's finer. Yeah, I um, never had that problem. Maybe social media. Maybe our list is a social media followers to help us find it. By the way, send us your thoughts at Film Study Pod for Spider Man nitpicks, little things, highlights, in addition to, you know, the Saquon segment and the hot takes earlier. Please send us your thoughts. All right, before we wrap, guys, mm-hmm. future of Spider Man. Obviously, this movie ends with two very crazy post credit stings. So, yes. quickly, what are, what are your thoughts here for the future of the Spider Man? You know, I think Spider-Man finally realizes himself as a true superhero and and stops the whole, you know, neighborhood Spider-Man, you know, moniker that he has trying to keep himself a low profile and fully realizes himself as like, no, I can do some good in this world. Now that everybody knows my name is Peter Parker, he has to be a little bit more careful. But for the most part, this ne- the next movie that comes out with him at the helm, he's going to have to fight this fake news that's, you know, yeah. dredging up. That's what's going to be really interesting. That first post credit scene with J. Jonah Jameson and just... He's literally standing in the middle of Times Square when this happens and every you know all eyes on him. That was really interesting. For Spider-Man in general though, I want them to do the Sinister 6. I want them to build into that, which, you know, Sony had in development a while back and that's just, you know, Spider-Man's main rogues gallery, but Mysterio was a big part of that. Yep. Um, you know, so I'd like to see the Vulture come back. I'd like to see Electro. I'd like to see the MCU kind of build his gallery of villains because yep. next to Batman, it's the strongest one. Definitely. And so, you know, that was, that's hopeful for me. The scroll reveal at the end, yeah. I don't know really how to take that. I don't know if that was just like a fun plug or how long's Fury been gone? Like, mm-hmm. I don't really know too much about that. Um, but just as he's, yeah. The word is that he's setting up sword. So yeah. to shield, which is more of an earth-based, you know, uh, police, police, police system. force. Yeah. This is more space. Intergalactic. Focused. Yes. And it's a big presence in the comics. Yeah. And And that would make a lot of sense if he's doing that. But really quick on even just the Spider-Man reveal, it's a matter of I really hope they pay this off in the next Spider-Man movie. I don't want to see Spider-Man in any other movies prior to that. Yes. Um, Just because I I feel like it needs its own movie to really see what happens next. And we know that Sony wants to do these, wants to produce these movies every two years, right? These guys, they look young, but they might not stay young forever. The whole Harry Potter, like, schedule so i'm hoping that's what we get if they pull off a strong third film this yeah. rivals cap i think they have trilogy. a chance i think they have a chance to really this can be their dark night whatever this movie it's, is and that'll be great i mean you can you can imagine you know throwing a nod to the spider-verse that you can keep tom holland in this role for the next two or three films and then introduce a miles morales and now he becomes a mentor to a young miles morales it'd be fun yeah. to see both them in the same film yeah it'd be amazing be essential really um future is bright yeah i know and then uh where the avengers tower was there was a sign that had red one two three wait till you see what we got next Uh um fantastic Four. fantastic four not maybe we'll We'll see see. yeah and i like under the avengers tower every time they've done it in a few movies he swings by there's a statue of all the original avengers from the battle of new york Mm -hmm. and i liked that i always liked that in shot yeah awesome clearly we all here are fos's friend of spider-man um because we've talked about this movie for now 30 
plus minutes. Because it's uh, good. Um, Go see it. Fun movie. Really, really fun movie. <laughs> Tom Holland, come on the show. Like we can. I'll, I'll text him. We'll have a pint. Let's make it happen. Any final words on Spider-Man? Quickly, final word. Uh, I don't know. I got to go back. I'm not tired of seeing. <laughs> I'm not tired of seeing Tom Holland and Spider Man. So keep it going. Yeah, yeah, and John Watts, you're doing a great job. Great job. Awesome. <laughs> My final word, Bo. Bo. <laughs> ah. Don't okay. know what it means, but apparently it means I don't know Is in it Italian. Like, I don't know. I don't so. care. It's, it's, it's like the European Aloha. Get out of my face. We're going to go with Bo. Um, all right, guys. That is it. Thank you guys for listening to Film Study Pod here on WRTS. Please remember to rate and subscribe to WRTS channel and come back every Wednesday for Film Study Pod. Thanks to Saquon. Thanks to Matt Perret. Yep. Thanks to you guys. Killing it. All Americans. You know, I know you guys are working on that, being mm-hmm. busy. So love the fact that you guys still find time to come into Studio, 60, Studio 6 and record the show. Absolutely. Um, and uh, we'll be back next week with a fun show. We got another big guest coming up yeah. next week. So yeah, you uh, you can find me at, at Daymark. You can find me at Pacinger without the vowels. It's like the first time I said my name. I, I don't know. Like that. I know. Shit. I usually <laughs> say. It I know you looked at me for a second, like, oh, I was like, what are you doing? And uh, film study pod. <laughs> yes, sir. Film study pod. Back next week with Lion King prep and a big guest. Thanks, All right, guys. Chris, Peace. take it away. <laughs>